You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program. This is a Morning Breath. We are a drive-time devotion. Sure to jumpstart your day. Take a chapter of the Bible, read it, spend some time in the Word. Ask God to speak to us from, the, from His Word. And, you know, just, just spend some time with Him. It's really a my morning devotion, what I do, and I just uh, it just ended up being a radio program. I always wanted to be on the radio, didn't know how, and so I felt like Lord just said, just do what you do, see what I do. And so we just, I don't know what I'm going to say uh, necessarily. I have a few notes in the margin of my Bible. Uh, we don't prepare a message or anything like that, but we read the chapter, ask God to speak to us, and then we read the chapter on the air. And then uh, we talk about wherever God leads us in the chapter. My co-host today doing all that with me is Pastor Christian Hurston. How are you doing, Pastor Christian? I'm doing great. Excited to be here as always. Maybe a little too excited sometimes, but that's a good thing. And I love the tagline from Morning Breath is, we don't prepare our message, but we prepare our hearts. And I think that's a big part of it, is just saying the prayer that you say, I believe, out of Ephesians 3, of just asking for a revelation. Yep. And mm. I love, you mentioned that, and it marked me to think, hey, why don't I start my Bible reading every time with asking for revelation from the Lord? And guess what? He'll give it to you yes. when you ask. It's amazing how that works. So just a quick you know, rundown on how to be able to stay in touch with the program and know what's going on is the easiest way why always. Would, why would they want to be in touch? So that way they can know where we're at on the morning breath they devotion. They can read the chapter. They can read the yeah. chapter the night yeah. before. Then instead on. of just like yeah. stumbling into it, be like, hey, I'm doing this too. We're doing life together. Yeah. And so you can do that on our East Coast app, which you can find on Google or Apple. Just type in East Coast app. You'll see it. It's got a little blue background with the white East Coast logo in the middle. Or on our website, which is eccc.us, eccc.us. And you can go in there for info, events, past sermons, the Morning Breath episodes. You can also follow us on social media on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. We've always got some great content on there for you. Or you can call the church offices at 321 321- 452-1060, and we would be honored to either email or mail out a devotion guide or anything you ever want to know about East Coast. Amen. Yeah. And so we got a couple, uh, sort of a a weekend announcement coming up, right? Yeah, it's exciting. So what's going on? Yeah, so we've got baptisms happening at all of our physical locations at every single service coming up on Saturday and Sunday, February 6th and 7th. So we're going to be doing the devotion. Very cool. Or excuse me, we're finishing up the devotion. we got baptisms coming. And if this is something that you've prayed about, we would love to yeah. have you be a part of it. Yeah, I'd love to see you get baptized. Yeah, it's awesome. So it's Start a- off this year yeah. in a great way saying how I'm making a, a public declaration for everyone to see that I am following Christ. Cool. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Anything else? Nick, how you doing over there? I'm doing Find well. The board. I'm doing well. Good. Are you married yet? I'm not married yet. Soon. So you're getting married March. No, that's March 20th, isn't you? Who are you? What's your, your date? March 5th. March 5th. Wow. I know. About a month away. Yeah. So is it Nikki's getting married March 20th? It's, yes. Nikki. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. That's super. <laughs> do you know what's cool about that? That's our what? Carol and I. Not our Christian. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Our, uh, it's it, awkward when you're a pastor not. when you say, "Hey, I married that person." Like, no, I yeah. performed the marriage yeah, ceremony. Yeah. I did not marry. I did not marry them. them. Good call. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. yeah. So, Carolyn and I's wedding anniversary is March twentieth. Wow. So we think, Nick, that you and Caitlin should change yours, change it, and oh. get married March twentieth. That's as a good well. one. Mm. In fact, that's the only only day we think anybody should ever get married again. Yeah. 
so the whole world celebrates our anniversary with a us. lot of weddings coming up there are oh jason rattling's getting married on valentine's day and the yeah. hope is that he won't miss his anniversary mm-hmm. it's like bro if you blow this one and you forget is that why he's doing it yeah <laughs> that's what i hear from the family okay yeah uh, one let's, more read, announce- let's read the chapter can we do one more announcement is we actually have our super serve sunday coming on February 7th. And this is an opportunity for you to come and to be able to wear your sports jersey, whatever you want to wear to represent your team. And it's a great kind of like onboarding to join our dream team at East Coast. Our dream team is that everyone who makes up our volunteer base, and it's more than a volunteer. It's people who are fulfilling the dream in their heart and to be a part of what God is doing here. So make sure you show up for that and wear your LSU jersey. Wait, LSU, what's that? LSU, Louisiana State University, the greatest football team ever in history. LSU, not you. We were terrible last year, but we'll be back. We're moving into the chapter. Yes. Okay, yeah, wear your jersey. We're going to talk about serving. So uh, we're in chapter two of Proverbs. Yeah. Pretty pretty great little chapter. Smart guy. So we're Yeah, smart guy. The it, mine mine says the value of wisdom. So we'll split it right down the middle. Yeah, we'll, uh, eleven each. Sounds and good. And then uh, I'll, I'm going to throw a curveball at you. That's fun. I'm excited about Let's it. All it. right. I must say Let's it to it. you. Let's do it. Read, sir. New King James. My son, if you receive my words and treasure my commands within you, so that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding. Yes, if you cry out for discernment and lift up your voice for understanding. If you seek her as silver and search for her as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk uprightly. He guards the paths of justice and preserves the way of his saints. Then you will understand righteousness and justice, equity, and every good path. When wisdom enters your heart and knowledge is pleasant to your soul, discretion will preserve you, understanding will keep you. Verse 12, wisdom will save you from evil people, from those whose words are twisted. These men turn from the right way to walk down dark paths. They take pleasure in doing wrong, and they enjoy the twisted ways of evil. Their actions are crooked, and their ways are wrong. Wisdom will save you from the immoral woman, from the seductive words of, of a promiscuous woman. She has abandoned her husband and ignores the covenant she made before God. Entering her house leads to death. It is the road to the grave. The man who visits her is doomed. He will never reach the path of life. So follow the steps of good and stay on the paths of righteous. For only the godly will live in the land and those with integrity will remain in it. But the wicked will be removed from the land and the treacherous will be uprooted. Amen. Okay, here's the curveball. Yeah, it's exciting. Let's go back. I'd like you to read verse one from your translation. Yep. Verse one, my child, listen to what I say and treasure my commands. In the New King James, it says, my son, if you receive my words and treasure my commands within you, yeah. and then it goes on from there, what what from verse one, what thought do you have as you read it right there and look at it? Well, hearing you say it, it says receive and listen to be able to treasure it. I think that's important is you need to actually receive it, is that you can listen, but if you don't receive what's actually being said, it doesn't get from your ears to your mind and then to your heart, is you have to actually take it and grasp it to internalize that thing. I can hear a lot, but until it penetrates, until it actually penetrates and then I internalize it and receive it, that's really what makes a big difference. And I think that's maybe where the NLT comes up short here, 
versus the the New King James. Yeah, and I'm not picking on the NLT because there's things in the NLT which which are powerful. Verse 10 says, "When wisdom enters your heart, yeah, and knowledge is pleasant uh, to your soul. When wisdom enters your heart, so here there's an encouragement to let it enter. Yeah, to to to, to actually make like hearing the word is not something you just do passively. Yeah. You can't read your Bible passively. Yeah. And we've all done that. Don't get me wrong. You can just read it passively. But at some point, you're going to have to open, actually think about opening up your understanding and say, I want to hear this and I want to receive it into my life. Let it change my life. Yeah. The other thing I see in this verse that I think is uh, is very important is I just want to encourage all the dads out there. Uh, here, this is This is Solomon. Yeah. And he's writing, my son. And I think dads and sons, there are wisdom. There's wisdom in all of the Proverbs on how to live your life, young man. Mm -hmm. And so if you've got a son out there, man, and you've got the opportunity, and uh, I would start him at a young age, that reading uh, a proverb a day, I know there's value in reading a psalm a day. I know there's value in reading a you know, a chapter a day. I know there's value in a lot of things, but the highest value I've ever found in my own life for practically living out the gospel in the world we live in is the book of Proverbs. To be successful in business, the book of Proverbs. To be successful in marriage, the book of Proverbs. To be a successful friend, Proverbs to be yep. a successful. Uh, I'm not saying that we're very good. Yeah, a successful. Uh, stu- There's a lot of that content. Student to, to be successful in that area. Yeah, the other word the, that came the in. book. The book of uh, yeah, yeah. Sexually, that's yeah. This book will help you a lot. Anyway, so um, the other thing is it's an open invitation. I just love that it's not like this is for this select over yeah. here. Oh no, it but everywhere. if you, you know, you you've got an opportunity. The big word in that chat in that first verse though is the word if. Yeah. If, if. you receive. Yeah. Because and we really have free will. And you, we have you to got take a choice. It. Yeah. You got a choice. What are you gonna do today? Yeah. Choose life or death. So let me read verse two. So that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding. How's it reading the the new living? Verse two says, tune your ears to wisdom and concentrate on understanding. Good. I like it. What stands yeah. out in that verse, Dan? So I think this idea of tuning your ear in is there's a lot of frequencies. Yeah. There's a lot of things yelling. Yeah. Like the translation really illuminates that word of... I like... Of, see, I like it. Uh, the message also uses the word tune. Yeah. It's cool to think about, you know, tuning in that radio frequency. There's always stuff screaming and yelling, but especially as we just finished up our 21 days of seeking, God really spoke to me about some stuff that I wouldn't have heard if I hadn't been doing some liquid-only fasting, if I wouldn't have been seeking Him in a greater way and doing our seven days of prayer and 24 hours of prayer and, you know, pressing in maybe in a way that I wouldn't have if I was just watching my YouTube like normal and going through the motions and thinking about, you know, good stuff, but all the busyness of life. And so tuning in is a big part to tune out other stuff. I I love this quote. I heard John Maxwell say it recently in an incredible interview with Craig Rochelle, is it's not your to-do list, but it's so much more of your not-to-do list. And in the busy world we live in, so many things want to steal our attention and take us off track. And some of them can be good. In ministry, there's a lot of good things that will rob me of the great. 
when I have a very clear mission, like if I'm carrying out the vision of East Coast and trying to run with that, there's so many things that will distract me that I have to just keep my eye on the ball and stay focused. And that's not an easy task for me, but if I can learn to put my phone on Do Not Disturb, it helps. Awesome. That's cool too and is very important. I, I also thought, you know, apply your heart to understanding. Yeah. It reminded me about when Jesus said uh, as a 12-year-old, don't you know I must be a part uh, uh, about my yeah. father's yeah, business? Yeah. And that's like applying your heart. It takes it takes some effort to go in that direction. Well, you've heard, you uh, read verse 3. Yeah, I'm seeing the curveball Come here. Come on. Cry out for insight and ask for understanding. And lift up your voice for under mindsets. Okay, yes, if you cry out for discernment and lift up your voice for understanding. I think that's I think that's a good prayer. Yeah. Um, I think that uh everyone who's ever thought about teaching the word of God, mm-hmm. you better be crying out for <laughs> discernment. Um you you better lift up your voice for understanding. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, that little section right there is the Bible teacher's prayer for me. You know, it's a, it's a section where it really brings home how desperately needy we are to hear from God, to hear from the Holy Spirit, to have God speak uh, through us. There's no way that one person could teach a large group of people from every background, race, creed, age, blah, 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 and people be ministered to unless it was in the power of the Holy Spirit. Yep. So, yeah, that's my that's my uh, preacher's prayer, teacher's prayer. I love it. It's a yeah. good one. Yeah. So next one is, if you seek her as silver and search for her as hidden treasures, how's yours read? Search for them as you would for silver. Seek for them like hidden treasures. So just reverse search and seek. Okay. Anything stand out to you about that? You know, it's funny. I was just teaching last Sunday to the students about how wealthy Solomon was. And this is a weird thought on it, but gold was so plentiful that they actually devalued silver in their time. Is they're like, Like there's so much gold that it's like, get this out of here. Like this isn't even good to us. And so in one sense, silver, let's seek for it because it's so important. We need to think about wisdom is this most important thing to seek after from God. That's what Solomon asked for, is give mm-hmm. me wisdom. Yeah. But then here, you know, it depends on what part of his life it was. When he wrote this early on, before he had, you know, hundreds of pounds of gold just laying around, it was one thing. But that's just a weird thought, but it did stand out to me because of just the wealth that he had. Well, you know, the Bible says, to the hungry soul, every better thing is sweet. Yeah. You know, I watched a show called Alone mm-hmm. on TV, and they, uh, let's say they harvest a squirrel. I'll use that word. That's a cool word. They harvest the squirrel. I mean, they're like, you know, they're eating every, they're eat, they, the bones look Everything. like they were polished because yeah. <clears throat> they're starving to death. Yeah. But I see uh, people throw away chicken bones with half the meat on it. Half the meat on, yeah. on the bone. Oh, yeah. The difference is the amount of hunger yeah. that you have. That's good. And that's always important oh, man. When, it, when it comes to receiving the yeah. word. You digging it out, are you really getting in there to mine out the real word in there? Because you could read the same familiar verse and get something absolutely new. The rainbow word of God will illuminate if you're digging. Yeah, and also you'll get something out of anything you hear shared or ministered in any setting. You can get something out of it if you're hungry yeah. and you're seeking. You know, I saw, uh, I forget what country we're in. It's probably Guatemala. Could have been Nicaragua, Nicaragua, but anyway, seeing people line up for the lotto, 
when the lotto came out, that's like comes out a certain time, like five o'clock or whatever it was, there were people lining up like around the corner to get lotto tickets. And like living on a dollar a day, living on a dollar a day and they're buying a lotto ticket because that's their ticket. And they're willing to stand in line for an hour to get a lotto ticket. And it just shows you the ability of the human of, of a person to be hungry for something and really search for it. I yeah. mean, the gold rush days, oh, yeah. all that stands out to me. Yeah, they what leave it all did. to be able to yeah. go and walk across the nation to go try to find a chance for a better future. Yeah. So then uh, verse 5, uh, how does yours read? Verse 5, my phone decided to go to sleep, sorry. It says, then you will understand what it means to fear the Lord and you will gain knowledge of God. Then you'll understand what it means to fear the Lord? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mine says, then you will understand the fear of the Lord okay, and find the knowledge of God. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've got a lot I could say on that. I don't want to go too far because I think I've said a lot of times on Morning Breath before. Yeah. But um, what is the fear of the Lord? I think the reverence of it is you're not afraid he's throwing mm-hmm. a lightning bolt at you, but it's a, it's a reverence that you have to say, I, I'm going to put you first. It's an honor and a respect more so than a... Oh, don't smack me. Oh, I think that's totally true. I couldn't agree with that more. But I actually believe the fear of God is actually something tangible. Mm-hmm. If you go to uh, Psalms 19, verse 7, can you do that in yeah, your, I can. your Bible? Yeah, can. Or should we have Nick do it? Yeah, I got you. He's Psalms. sitting over there doing nothing. He is. He's twirling oh, his thumbs. He's, he's pick, thinking about his wedding picking day. picking his fingers, thinking about getting married. Psalms 19, 7, the instructions of the Lord are perfect, reviving the soul. The decrees of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. And that's Psalms 19.7. Yes, sir. Wow. That wasn't the verse I was looking for. <laughs> I was trying to find it. Oh, man, it's not here. Let me see. Um, I'm, I might give up on that. Okay. But uh, basically, the one I'm looking for is, sure, it's not Psalms 19.7. You sure you looked up the right one? Well, I thought I had that. Check that this morning. I'm going to check it in Proverbs 19.7. Maybe that's... Here we go. Reverence for the Lord is pure, lasting forever. No. Reverence of the Lord. What is that? That's Psalms 19.9. No, I don't want that. Yeah. Huh. Maybe it's your translations messing up. Maybe so. Let me go New King James. Yeah, let's check a different translation. New King James. Let's see. Yeah. Verse 7. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. Nice. None of it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Bible study. We I told love you. It. I got to go look that up again. Yeah. But uh, for me, uh, the fear of the Lord is exactly what you said. But it's a line that God puts in your heart. Yeah. That I don't want to go beyond that line, not because I'm going to get my hand slapped, but because I don't want to disappoint my father. Yeah. You know, it's just like when you you want to stand tall. One of the things when I watch the show alone, there are people surviving in the wilderness. One of the things that crushes people is they let their family down. Yeah. And and which I think they go way too far with that. And I if their family can't be proud of them for getting out there and doing it for sixty days when yeah. another guy did it for sixty five, big deal. Um, then they've got a weird family. But you know, they care yeah. very much yeah. what their family It's more than just them. Yeah. yeah. And it isn't because they believe their family will beat them when they get home. It's because they believe their family could be disappointed in yeah. them. And uh, I think that is the real fear of the Lord yeah. line that we need to have in our hearts that are going there. Okay, stop there.
We're going to throw you another curveball. Go to verse, uh, verse 19. Verse 19. Read that for me. Yes, so we sir. We don't have much time left. The man who visits her is doomed. He will never reach the paths of life. <sighs> That's pretty final, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's I, pretty I, heavy. It's a, tough, it's a tough thing to see, but it's talking about when you get seduced by an immoral woman yeah. that you go down a hole a rabbit hole, so to speak, mm-hmm. that is almost impossible to regain. Now, yeah. that word uh, translates uh, a little bit different. Uh, it says, well, you know, uh, how can I, where is it? Her house, for her house reaches down to death, not just leads down to death, yeah. and her past to the dead. And then it goes, none who go to her return, nor do they regain the paths of life, which, you know, you look at that and go, wow, I'm not, I'm not sure I want to, I want to be there. No. You know, other translations say, nor do they reach the paths of life. Right. It isn't like they had them and lost them, but they never get there because they've been distracted. I kind of think of this immoral woman, not just as a, you know, a prostitute or a, a lady of the night, yeah. but anything that pulls you away. Takes you down to that path. Yeah, it takes you away from you away. God. Yeah, because it's different for everybody. It's not yeah. just that sexual temptation, but it could yeah. be whatever that thing is for you. Yeah. And I love in all of these things with Solomon, you got all of these chapters and these warnings to really be like a, a guardrail. We use that term in verse seven. It says, he's a shield to those who walk with integrity. And that shield is there to protect your life. It's there to be able to stop the fiery darts of the enemy. And so when you have these things in place, and that's why I I love the challenge of reading it with my sons on a daily basis. We do a form of devotion, but we've had a season where we went through the Proverbs, and it's like they can really get these shields that can protect them because they've heard it, and it's it's put in their heart. That's what the Bible says. Verse 20 says, so you may walk. And I like this because there's actually some big words in here. The, in the beginning of the chapter, it says if, yeah. and then in the middle of the chapter is then, yeah. if you receive yeah. my words, then these will happen, so hmm. is how it starts out in verse 20, so you may walk in the ways of goodness. Here's where we understand why God has these things for us. You know, he's saying you got to do it. This is important. Why? So yeah. you may walk in the way of goodness and keep to the paths of righteousness. Yeah. For the upright will dwell in the land, and the blameless will remain in it. And the picture here is, uh, you know, God wants you to, to, to be in something, yeah. be somewhere, have something. Yeah. You know, he's, he's trying to bless you is what it all boils yeah. down to. Yeah. He's not trying to take something away. And that's what I always thought what Christianity was all yeah. about, what it took away lose from it all. I, and I did. That's why I didn't come for a long Scary. time. Yeah. I don't want to lose the smoking pot. Or I don't want to lose, you know running around doing this or that. I I didn't want to lose it. What I found is God replaced it with better. Absolutely. So much more fulfilling. While you're you're looking, oh, we're going to take a little break and we'll be right back with you. We'll be right back. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, 
Coco and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family, We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321-453-453. Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Welcome back, everybody. We just got about a minute, uh, 30 seconds, minute and 30 seconds, so I'm going to use it wisely. One thing I'll bring out, and I'll let Christian bring something out from the Word, when it says uh, about delivering you from the immoral woman, it then says from the seductress who flatters with her words. I just want to share with you that flattery is not communication. It is manipulation. And so I'm not saying that a compliment is. 
I am saying that flattery is. Flattery in the Bible is someone who puffs you up or builds you up, but they do it for the purpose of controlling you. So flattery is not communication, but is manipulation. Wow, that's Go good. ahead, throw out your point. You had said this, and it really marked me as you had said, there's some really big words in this chapter. <laughs> and then you went on to say if. <laughs> but if is a big word. So yeah. if, then, so. And then in verse 20, it says, so follow the steps of the good and stay on the path of righteousness. Yes. I love that stay. final word, stay, is it's to keep at it. And the more you do it, the easier it is. My walk with Christ 20 years later, it's easier to walk in the way of righteousness because I have a lifestyle and a discipline yep, yep. of doing it, of reading my Bible daily. It's and become of, habitual. It is. And it's I'm not fighting the same fights I had when I was you know, 19 years old. Yep. And so it's not to ever minimize that I got to keep you know vigilant, but it's not the same fight. All hey, right. See you guys. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.